0: Hello, and welcome to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I am your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I am here. I am sipping on some matcha tea with collagen. This is it's so good. I am really, really enjoying it. I've been drinking it for a little while now. I don't drink matcha every day, but I'm enjoy- I'm really enjoying it today. Matcha is, matcha is so good. It's like a strong form of green tea. So for some people who are caffeine sensitive, it can kind of be a pain. This one is from Further Food for their foods. I really love their collagen and I've really been loving their matcha collagen. I got it a few months ago kind of before they released it and I really am enjoying it. So that's what's in my cup. I just got done treating some patients in the office. And so now I'm kind of taking some time before I start working on the membership, which if you are living under a rock, I released my Alpha Health membership last week. So if you're listening to this on the 28th, I released it a week ago. And my membership is essentially a place where we can have a community of people who are really interested in taking a holistic and integrative uh, integrative perspective to health. We are going to do group Zoom calls every month. Our first one is going to be August 3rd. If you're in the group, make sure you vote on a time because I'm going to try to accommodate the most amount of people and I probably will change the time each month. Um, but all the calls are recorded and they're going to be on various topics. Sometimes we're going to have some health experts in there with us. I'm really just looking forward to connecting with you guys on a deeper level. I have daily educational posts. So today for a Monday, I'm going to be posting up a mobility routine because as a chiropractor, I love keeping you guys moving, keeping you guys pain-free, making sure we can all have pain-free And healthy ranges of motion. So Mondays are going to be like a mobility thing. I'm going to be posting workouts in there so that you guys can have workout programs to follow. Which that in itself is an immense amount of value. Um, But apart from that, there's a bunch of different topics that I've got in there. I've got skin, skin topics. I've got hormones, gut health. I've got tons of recipes and meal plans and stuff in there for you guys to delve into because I'm always getting questions on what type of What type of food do you eat? What do you eat? What do you eat? So that's what's in there. Um, I'm sharing a ton of great recipes all the time, but I do have some sample meal plans for people to follow just to kind of help give you guys a little bit more structure. And I will do more meal plans and stuff in the future, but there's a low carb, high fat option in there. And then there's like a moderate carb, um, you know, moderate fat, uh, option in there, just depending on what lifestyle fits you best, depending on your activity, what you do best with those are the two options that I have in there right now. Oh gosh, what else do I have? I have just tons of educational stuff. I mean, in there by itself, you can really just dive into a ton of ton of educational posts on all the topics that I've created already, but I also have my new course in there, which my new course is called Your Ultimate Health Guide, and it dives through diet, how to make your diet bio-individual to yourself, how to know what foods work for you. We go into like daily detox practices. I share with you guys a bunch of things. I've got toxicity quizzes, mold quizzes. So you can see if you have any of these underlying things, I've got grocery lists, shopping lists. Um, There's this module all on stress and underlying things. The, your Ultimate Health Guide really is an awesome course. And so I really am excited for you to dive through that. But I'm also in the process of creating a lot of other functional courses and protocols. So I've got a functional medicine reset course that I'm going to be creating, which is just going to kind of walk us through like a functional medicine protocol, um, to kind of help really support the liver, help support your drainage and detox pathways, um, and just kind of help give the body a little reset. But then I'm also going to be putting in like a parasite protocol in there because I get a lot of questions on parasite protocols and I don't want people to just go through them by themselves because you really do want to be working with a practitioner when you're going through stuff like that. So those are all going to be within my course, but then I get the question of, okay, well, can we get one-on-one consults in the course? And that would be not fair to me nor you because the consults are a whole kind of separate, different beast, but I have discounts for working with me with inside the course. And if you have a package with me, which I've already sent you an email, if you do, if you have any type of package with me, I'd send you an email for a, a special and exclusive price that you will be locked in at. So you guys can check all that out, but today, the 28th, if you're listening to this is the absolute last day to get the special launch price, which is over a $20 savings a month, which is incredible because honestly, all that I'm offering and all the time and effort that I'm putting into it and all that I'm giving you guys is worth well over a hundred dollars, but I want to make it. I want to be able to reach you guys. I want to be able to reach more people, help more people. And so that's why I'm offering the special launch price at 54 a month that ends after today. So tomorrow on the 29th, If you're listening to this, sorry, but you don't get that special launch price anymore. I left it out for one week from launch until the 28th. And so if you're listening to this on the 28th and you'd like to take advantage of this membership, you will be locked in at that price forever. It will not go up when the price goes up after the launch is over. You are always locked in at that price, which is awesome. So like I said, you guys, this is a ton, ton, a ton, and ton, and ton of value. I'm giving, I'm bringing you guys so many different things in that membership. And so I really hope that you can join us in there. I know that you're going to enjoy it. So I hope to see you in there because today is the last day of that launch price. I am going to, of course, keep enrollment open, but you just unfortunately won't have access to the special launch deal anymore. I think you are still getting a steal for what I plan to offer it at after this. Cause like I said, the monthly value in itself is well valued well over $200 a month because I mean, the, the hour zoom call in itself is, I mean, that's, that's a huge, that's a huge value that you guys are going to get. Plus the daily education, plus the workouts, plus the recipes and the meal plans. I mean, all the things. So, um, and the courses, you know, courses take time, courses take a ton of time and to put the resources together. So I'm doing this for you guys and I'm loving it. I it's so, it's really cool to be in there because like everybody can, it's on, it's on an app called mighty network. So uh, you can put the app on your phone and you can create a profile. So you can like put, you know, whatever profile picture, you can put your social media links. You can put a little bit about you so that as we're connecting with each other, cause I really like that this group is nice and intimate and people can go and interact with each other. You can put your social links so you guys can connect with each other on social media, but this is a place where we can kind of all connect and really get to know each other. Um, you can really kind of brand it to, you know, you could just make it personalized, which I think is really cool. And I didn't want to use a platform like Facebook or something. And I really am enjoying the mighty networks. Um, it's, they've got an app for everything. So you can, once you've got like your login and everything, you can sign in on anywhere. Um, and I think that's really cool. I just, I didn't, I'm just kind of done with using Facebook for group stuff. And I really like all that this can offer because I can offer the courses and things like that. It just, it worked out to be really good. So tons of great benefits. If you guys have questions about the course, just feel free to reach out to me on social media or something. I'm sure today I'll be answering a lot of questions cuz a lot of people like to wait until the last day to register for things like these, but I really truly think this is how I can really help and give so much information. You know, obviously I give a lot of information for free um on the podcast, on my social media, on my email list. I mean, tons and tons and tons of free stuff. And so you know, you have the option to have obviously the free stuff, but then this is just kind of like that, that next step up and where you guys are really going to get just a lot more, a lot more how-to I'm there to be able to kind of help you. And so I'm really looking forward to that. So I hope you can join us there. Um, so that's been really fun. That's kind of what's new with me that I've been very busy with that. Um, which has been great. I love it. And I love being busy. We are really I am coming off a really busy weekend. I, we have a bunch of family land up North, um, in New York here. And we spent my dad's whole side of the family. We spent like Thursday to Sunday up there. I came home for Saturday cause Nick and I had a dinner to go to, but oh my gosh, I was exhausted. I went, we got home yesterday from being up there again all day with a dog and walking around and of course eating lots of good food. There was like chicken and ribs and clams and like, I probably, I ate so much good food. But I got home and I fell asleep on the couch at six o'clock. I went up and washed my face and I fell asleep in the bed with the dog at 645. And I woke up at 545 today. So I feel really good. And as I'm saying this, I'm staring out the window and it looks like a Robin is injured and I really want to go save it. Oh no, it's fine. It was like stalking its prey or something. Anyways, ADHD today, I guess, but no, I'm, I'm feeling very refreshed. I've got a coffee animal waiting for me after this, just kind of help give me another pickup because long weekends just really, they can get to you. They can get to you. So that's kind of what's new in my world. And um, today, I also want to share with you guys and kind of the whole premise of this episode is me sharing about my Dutch test results. Um, because I, I run a Dutch test on myself every single year and Dutch test is probably is the functional test that I do the most of. I am dipping my feet into other different tests, uh, like organic acids and stool testing. I've done a few stool tests before. I just found another company I really wanted to work with. And so I am going to be offering a lot more functional testing as a reminder because I've gotten this question a lot, the, any functional testing that I offer is again, not included with my membership because it just can't be, (laughs) I'm sure one, like it's not offered at least at that price. I would have to have a different package price to include obviously the cost of the test. Cause you know, unfortunately these tests are not cheap, but in my opinion, they are well worth it because of all the information that we are able to get from these tests. I mean, it's incredible, like how in depth. These tests are. So I run a Dutch test on myself every single year. I, um, oh, where did it go? I run a Dutch test on myself every year. I ran one, well, last year was the first year, I suppose. So this is my second year running one. And it's really interesting because I noticed a lot of different changes from last year. Last year, my estrogen was actually kind of low. I had good progesterone, um, which was interesting because it was kind of like within the pandemic. My, te- um, That was kind of the thing that stood out to me most, but then there was also another really interesting pattern with my cortisol that kind of showed that I might need some more help with like detoxification or liver support. So, you know, there were some things that I wanted to work on. I had some issues with B12 because we can look at some vitamin and mineral acids on the Dutch test, which is really cool. But this year I noticed some improvements, but then also some other things to set back. So what's, what's interesting is I kept putting this Dutch test off, kept putting it off because we had a lot of stuff going on. We had, We were moving, we were traveling, like there was never something where I was like, okay, I'm going to take this because I'm in a state of complete Zen. But then I interviewed Dr. Carrie Jones and she's like, you should just take it because you should see where you're at now. And I'm like, okay, you're right. So pretty much after the interview that I had with her is when I ran this test and that's, we had just moved into this house. There was a lot going on. And so I was like kind of nervous, (laughs) but at the same time, I could see some things that were already changing in my cycle. My cycle was lengthening. In a bad way, it was. It was. It was. I was having a long month, um, like a few days late, and that's not very normal for me. It's normal for me when I'm under stress, but it's not normal for me on a regular basis. And so, that was a little frustrating because I knew that my Dutch was going to be off. I knew that progesterone was going to be low because I don't think I ovulated super as much. As, I don't think I produce as much progesterone as much as I usually do. I had a lot more PMS type cravings, like I was a lot more hungry. I was more irritable. And so when I, I was kind of annoyed because that's not what I typically am at all. I typically don't have any of those things. I felt a little bit more puffy. So that was kind of, it, it was annoying because I'm like, oh, I want to know what I look like all the other times where I feel amazing. But I guess it was a good thing because it just could show me like what my body looks like in these times of go, go, go. We were moving. I was getting off, getting off a few months of traveling and Like that was just so busy for me. So because of that, I'm glad that I did it because there are some other markers that I did show improvement with. So my core, I really love that I can look at a daily free cortisol pattern. So it plots your morning, it plots your mid-morning, it plots your afternoon cortisol and your night. And mine last time was amazing. And mine this time is great too. I'm a little low in the morning, but I shoot up really good in the, in the mid-morning. So around waking, my cortisol is really low, which I wonder if that's kind of why I've was feeling more groggy during that time. But as I go throughout the morning, I do wake up because when you take the Dutch, you can't have caffeine or anything. You can't have any stimulus. So I don't need caffeine. And I've said that multiple times and on my Dutch, it just kind of proves that because I can see my cortisol go up high and then it kind of slowly comes down in the afternoon. It's at a good level, not a crash level, but a good level. And then at night it is nice and low, which makes sense because I have zero issues ever falling asleep. Um... My testosterone was good, which I think that's really important, especially in terms of like libido, muscle training. Um, those are honestly libido is a big thing that I work with people on. And a lot of times um low testosterone can show like if you're having a lot of fat gain and you're losing muscle mass, you've got low libido, you've got just low drive in general. I mean, I know that I, you can do Dutch tests on men and I have, I've done quite a few Dutch tests on men and I'm probably going to actually order one for Nick. I was thinking of that the other day. I really want to just get him a baseline and then we can kind of get on and talk about our results together to see like how they correlate. Because I think that it's important to, to know both sides I've read. Yeah. I mean, it's much more common for me to read a female's Dutch test, but I have read Dutch tests on guys before. And, um, yeah, but anyways, females, we need testosterone. And I read a lot of Dutch tests where females are not making any testosterone. So I was happy to see mine in a good range because I've been feeling good there. We can look at like over, uh, inflammation through different markers, like DHEA and things like that. And so, you know, everything was good there. Um, you know, you, I I really love that you can see how estrogen is detoxed and like the ways that you're detoxing it and the pathways that it's going through. So, you know, I can just make sure that I'm doing all the things to kind of support estrogen detox in that sense, which that's super important. Um, there's two ways that we can look at it on this touch test. Uh, and so I think that's really valuable because if you were to just measure estrogen and like a blood, it's not going to be nearly as close. I love also because I used to really suffer with cystic acne. And there's different pathways of how you detox testosterone. And one pathway shows that you might have, be a little bit more prone to cystic acne or hair growth or hair thinning, like hair growth on your face or hair thinning on your head. So that was really cool to see as well. It just, there's so many like little clinical gems here that like are absolutely fascinating. Um, let's see what else is interesting on my Dutch test. I had good melatonin, I, I had pretty low metabolized cortisol. So my, my regular cortisol was good within range, but my metabolized was a little lower. So that can either be like a sluggish thyroid slash sluggish liver. So those have really been things that I've been implementing a lot because I don't feel any thyroid symptoms. Um, I don't have any, I've got regular bowels. I've got regular periods. I think just that period of stress that we had been under, and especially just this last year with my mom and everything, I think that kind of has was it, was a factor for that. So it is important to kind of like think of my results with a clinical perspective instead of just be like, Oh, this is this and this, and that means this, like there's so many different ways to look into things. I definitely can tell I was in a little bit, a bit of a burnout phase. Um, probably just with everything. Um, you know, my practice has been incredibly busy, which I'm thankful for. Um, but I was definitely low end of, um, adrenaline and norepinephrine. So that can show like a potential burnout, a little low of dopamine. And so really kind of giving my neurotransmitters some love. I wasn't low, but I was low end of range. So just making sure that I'm supporting my gut health because your neurotransmitters are made in your gut. One thing that was low last time, which was my glutathione marker, that was low Um, I I really needed a lot of glutathione support last time. I don't supplement with glutathione. I do take N-acetylcysteine here and there, and I have been taking that more, actually, especially before the sauna, and just to kind of help give my liver some support. But my glutathione was within range, which is amazing because it was not within range before, and I really think I owe that to my lifestyle. I eat a lot more liver. I do castor oil packs. I've been adding in some coffee enemas here and there, which that's known to boost glutathione. So that was interesting. I still am a little deficient in B6, which is interesting. I, I I want to, I know my mom had the MTHFR mutation, which that's more B9 or folate, but it can also show other issues with other B vitamins. So I'm still kind of making sure I'm diligent on that. But then, and otherwise I was very low on B12 last time, which you need B12 to make stomach acid. And my B twelve was perfect this time. So I wonder if that's why I don't experience bloating as much and hopefully I'm making more B twelve and that means I'm making more stomach acid. So all in all, I'm really glad I ran it, even though I knew it wasn't a perfect cycle for me. I would love to just get it on a month where I I'm getting my cycle exactly when I think and everything is good and everything is great. But it's okay. I I know that I will do it again. Um I, I don't know if I'll do it again and you know I don't know if I'll do it again this year I might I very well might um but I know that as we start to get closer to wanting to have children I am definitely going to probably do more like like twice a year instead of just once a year so I wanted to get on and talk to you guys a little bit about that but I also wanted to answer some questions that you guys had on hormone testing or dutch testing so I had a question this was from my question this was from a question box <sighs> a few weeks ago 2 or 3 weeks ago Yeah, two, three weeks ago. So a lot of these are repeats. So I'm going to be going through these and just kind of picking some ones that obviously aren't repeats and ones that I probably don't hound in as much on my social media. So one of the first questions is what is a Dutch test? So Dutch is an acronym. You guys can go back and listen to the episode that I did with Dr. Carrie Jones for reference for you. That is episode number 49. We talked all about the cortisol estrogen detox, hormonal acne, all that kind of stuff. Um, and she explains what the Dutch test is, but in short, the Dutch is an acronym. It stands for dried urine test for comprehensive hormones. And there's four different samples that will help collect and get a weighted average of your hormones. And it's, some show certain detox pathways. Um, we do get a few vitamin and mineral markers or organic acid neurotransmitters. So it really, uh, in my opinion is one of the most comprehensive tests I run on people because we're looking at cortisol, we're looking at estrogen, we're looking at progesterone. How are these things detoxed? It's amazing. So, um, it's, it's definitely a test I recommend. Emma asked, I've been off hormonal birth control for three months. When is a good time to get a Dutch? You want to be off birth hormonal birth control for at least three months. If you're going to run a Dutch test, sometimes more, especially if you're not experiencing a cycle. So how do you do the Dutch test? If you have no cycle, um, You can do a few different things. So if you don't have a cycle, we can troubleshoot and figure out why you don't have a cycle, but they also have a cycle mapping option, which I've done on quite a few women to help show them why they're not having a cycle. And I just read one and interpreted one a few weeks or a few days ago, and both her sex hormones were low. She had no estrogen. She had no progesterone and it did not ebb or flow throughout the entire month. And that is why she didn't have a cycle. So we need to figure out how we can now boost her to get her to have a cycle. So that's going to take a lot of digging into her diet and lifestyle, but I'm really, really looking forward to doing that with her. So Mary Kate asked how often to test. I'd say at least once a year, if you're not dealing with something, if you're dealing with hormonal issues, I'd say we want, might want to think about doing two to three a year, maybe one every quarter. It depends on how severe the hormonal symptoms are. It also depends on like, are you able to get two to three of them a year, or even potentially four. Um, I've never run four on one year. If anything, I'll maybe do two to three. It really, really, really depends. But for baseline stuff, I think once a year is great. Other than that, you know, two to three can be helpful for you kind of seeing if the things you're doing are working. Um, what part Jenna Faith asks, what part of the cycle do you test a Dutch test? So with the Dutch test, you want to test five to seven days after you ovulate, because that's the only time we should be looking at progesterone levels It's five to seven days after ovulation. So FSH and, um, and lutein or FSH is really great to test like three days after your period or three, like on day three of your cycle, we don't test that on the Dutch test, we're more concerned about progesterone because we can see your progesterone on here. The estrogen and the testosterone won't really change much at that part. So that's still a good time to test those things. So we are testing five to seven days after ovulation. Jenna asks, is the Dutch an at-home test? Yes, it is. It's all at home. And then you just ship it back through FedEx. Um, Okay. There's different, uh, Benny asks, there's different Dutch options. What would you recommend? If you guys are confused on what Dutch you should ask or have, just reach out to me at drhaleyshoff.com consult, scroll all the way to the bottom and fill out my Dutch inquiry form, or you can always book a free discovery call and we can see like, do you have a normal cycle? What symptoms are you dealing with? If you don't have a cycle, we'll probably do the cycle mapping and we can kind of go from there. Morgan asks, is it pointless to take a Dutch test if you're on hormonal birth control? That is a yes. You do not want to take, you do not want to take the Dutch when you're on hormonal birth control, just because it's not going to show you anything because your your true hormones are flatlined and you are taking in synthetic hormones, so. Kinsley asked "Are traditional OB physicians usually open to ordering this kind of test. In my experience, I've never seen a traditional physician order this test. That's not to say that there are some that don't, I just think their bread and butter is more blood tests. That's just what they know. That's what they were trained in. So no, I don't think that so, but there's a lot of great, this is what I see more in like the functional and integrative spaces. Those practitioners are just well-versed and they understand how to read these comprehensive tests, whereas. Most just will run blood. And I think a lot of that also has to do with insurance reimbursement. So Riley asked, um, how can a male increase testosterone? Are there ways to tell if it's high without testing? There's certain symptoms and things that you can go off of to see, you know, if it's high or not. Um, but there are also ways to increase it. Some of the best ways for increasing testosterone are zinc rich foods, which are muscle meats, organ meats uh, plant-based foods could be like pumpkin seeds, things like that. But strength training is amazing. Managing your cortisol because cortisol is definitely going to, um, cortisol is definitely going to mess with estrogen. Uh, Cassie asked, is there an acne linked to low estrogen and low testosterone? Potentially. Um, in that case, I would see acne being more an issue probably with gut stuff because, like testosterone and and estrogen don't necessarily have to be the cause for acne. They, a lot of times are the cause for hormonal acne, but there's definitely a bigger picture to play. We definitely would want to look at gut health. We definitely would want to look at cortisol levels because cortisol very well could be, you know, an issue. DHEA could be an issue. So, um, But uh Kelly asked, I've been struggling with acne since I got off birth control months ago. Would this help to understand why? I think so. I think it really gives a good clinical picture to see what pathways you're preferring, what your levels are at, what is your inflammation status, like how bogged down is your liver. So it can really kind of address a lot of the underlying root things. And I think that's why when you have someone with an integrative and functional perspective, like myself, to help you interpret not only the symptoms that you are experiencing, the results that we see on the Dutch test, but also correlate that to your lifestyle, that can really help pinpoint a lot of issues. EJ asks, "Can a cortisol blood test show accurate levels, or will they be different on the Dutch?" Cortisol blood draw, think of it as like, okay, you are driving down the throughway, or you're driving in like a, but- a new state, and you just take a quick snapshot picture that's what a quick blood, that's what a blood draw shows. It shows that snap picture. So it's not like, okay, if you're driving through Utah and you take this picture and it's all blurry and someone's like, oh my gosh, Utah's hideous. And you're like, no, no, no. It's, it's actually way different than that. It does not look like that picture, but your friend doesn't know that because it just saw the blurry picture that you took while driving in the car. That's what blood a one-time blood draw for hormones is like, it's a snapshot. And a lot of the times it is just so not accurate because your hormones are ebbing and flowing throughout the entire month, throughout the entire day. Like that's just, especially to, what time in the day did you take your cortisol? Did you take it upon waking? Did you take it in the afternoon when it should be low? You know, there's so many different things that correlate so that I, I am just so against measuring the only hormones that I agree with measuring through blood are thyroid hormones and insulin. Am I missing one? No. Those are the only hormones that are really good through blood, from my experience. Maybe you can get a good testosterone, but cortisol, no, because I think that it really fluctuates. If you're gonna do cortisol from your doctor, see if they'll do it saliva. Um let's see. Um can I take the test while still nursing? Final stages. Kate, I would wait until you are done nursing or breastfeeding. Cause you want to, you want to have a more regular cycle, which sometimes when you're breastfeeding that can, it can make your cycles a little wonky. You still can be ovulating obviously. Um, but I would wait. Sarah said, I've been off birth control before and no periods. How do I know when to get tested if that happens again? So that might be an instance where we want to do a cycle map, or you might want to see if you're ovulating, or we might want to just get to the root of why you're not having a period in the first place. Um, which that's totally possible. I work with a lot of people where we get their period back before we start running a Dutch test on them. Why do I always have to go to the bath? Okay. That has nothing to do with this. (laughs) Um, is the Dutch test better? Okay. This is a good question. Is the Dutch test better than the Everlywell hormone test? I'm, I've am i read a lot of Everlywell hormone tests because a lot of you guys get them and you attach them to your consults with me. And so I will go through them, but I'm always skeptical of, I don't know. I, I've gotten some good things out of them, but I don't quite know how accurate they are. I just really test Dutch and their metrics and all of the testing that they do. So If you're going to invest in a test, I just would invest in theirs. I see a lot of people also invest in their food sensitivity tests. You guys want to be really careful about food sensitivity tests because I know that's not what this podcast is about, but like if you have a ton of food uh, sensitivities come up and you just cut out all those foods, you're not getting to the root of why you really have them. Ideally, a healthy gut should not have any issues or sensitivities with food. So that's why it's really important to look at these with a clinical eye. And so I always get worried about... When people can just like off and order these labs and then they look at them themselves and they're like, oh, I'm just going to like uproot everything and just do this and cut everything out and like not really still then get to the root. Whereas when you're working with someone through a functional or holistic lens and they're looking, okay, you've got a lot of food sensitivities. We need to do a little bit of digging and find out why your gut is so leaky because ideally we shouldn't like food sensitivities back a hundred years ago, they wouldn't have been a thing. They are much so more of a thing now. And we really need to understand why. So Han asks good prompts to get your doctor to do it if they're hesitant. So like I said, I've never ever seen a a like a conventional doctor run these. I've seen integrative doctors run these, I've seen functional doctors run these. I've never seen a conventional or like an OB or anything run these, if you'd like to get your hormones tested, I mean, you can always ask, you can say, you know, I've been experiencing X, Y, and Z symptoms. Like maybe you've been experiencing fatigue, um, you know, issues with your digestion. Um, you just kind of give a list of symptoms that you've been experiencing. Like, can we run this test or can we do this? Um, oftentimes they're going to give a hard time. I pretty much talk to people every single day where they say, I told my doctor this, this, and this, and I told them my symptoms. I said, I wanted to get a full thyroid panel done, or I wanted to get this done. And they shut it down and they said, oh no, I only do this. So I think if you're just open and honest about like what you're looking to get, and if you could please run this, you know, to be able to help figure out, I think it's all about your approach to it too. Like not being demanding, of course, but you know, saying your sim- you never want to be demanding because that just is immediately, they're going to be immediately turned off, but just telling them your symptoms, Hey, is it possible if we could maybe run this type of test or can we do this blood test or Hey, if I got this Dutch test done, is this something that you know anything about? Um, you know, just to kind of see what their take is on it. And then if they're kind of shut off to the whole thing, you know, it might be time to find someone who's a little bit more open. So I love this name, the girl and her dogs. Uh, My sex drive has basically disappeared. Any specific things to work on hormone-wise? So I see libido go down a lot with stress because when we're stressed, we are not thinking about procreating and... At all. So you have to look at kind of root causes of potential stressors. Are you burnt out? Um why would your testosterone and everything be low? Are your hormones, you know, our hormones are supposed to kind of fluctuate throughout the month, so mid-cycle, you should kind of get like that boost in libido, right? Um so you really want to kind of take a look and see where your hormones are. Like are they all super low? Is one high? That's messing up another. That can kind of help give some good insight. What makes your period just go away if you've been having normal cycles previously? This is from Nicole. So stress is honestly the biggest one, but stress comes in many forms. It could be mental, physical or mental, emotional. It can be, you know, maybe you're not eating enough. Maybe you're overtraining. Um, there could be something stressful in your environment. There's so many different things, but when your period just goes away, my first thing that I always think of is stress. Doesn't the Dutch measure what's happening at the moment or like a month's past Jana? So um, I don't quite know, uh, I don't quite know how to answer this. So no, and no, it's not answering like just within the moment. It, it's helping give a lot more correlative picture, which like I said, mine's not measuring like my last six months. It's measuring this last kind of months of hormone cycling. So in that sense, yeah, like it, it's not measuring what my hormones looked like necessarily before, but it's measuring that months, what that looked like. And you still run a Dutch, if no period after six years, not on birth control. Yeah, absolutely. That would be more of like a cycling map instance and really kind of working to find out why that's there or why that's why you're not having a cycle. Um, Okay. Allie said, I did my Dutch two years ago with little change. Do I need another one to interpret? Do I need another one to interpret? I'm more than happy to always interpret results that were done a few years ago. I think that after two years, like I'm sure some things had changed. I'm sure, I'm sure it's not the exact same, but I would be more than happy to kind of interpret that and kind of correlate it to whatever symptoms you are experiencing. So yeah, that's all I'm going to answer on the Dutch test now. I pretty much got through most of them. There's still some, there were a lot of repeats, so I tried to kind of cut through those, but if you guys are interested in Dutch testing or anything, you can just head to drhalyshoff.com slash consults, scroll all the way to the bottom. I have all the inquiries for all the functional labs that I offer there. So just let me know that you want the Dutch specifically, and I can send you over information on how we can do that. You can always book a free discovery call. If you have questions with me, that's just like a 10 to 15 minute call to just kind of ask whatever working with me looks like. Um, but yeah, i Love this test. I love the results that I get, and um, I've really, really loved using it in practice. So, anyways, I will put the links in the show notes for the membership. I'll put the links in the show notes for the matcha that I was drinking because I know I'll get lots of questions on that. It's from Further Food. I love it. I'm still sipping on it. And I will put a link in the show notes for inquiring about a Dutch test if that's something you guys are interested in. You guys can book a free discovery call on that website too slash consults and then just click free discovery. So yeah, if you guys have any questions though, please let me know. Also, please leave a review. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, that is how we get this podcast out. I really want to help get this free platform out and this free information out to pretty much everybody. So I can't do that without you guys. So tag me on social media, share this podcast write a review. I'm not sure how to re- write a review on Spotify. I'm not sure if you can do that. I'm sure you can, but I know that subscribing subscribing helps. So if you're on iTunes, please make sure you're subscribed. Please make sure you write a review and give us five stars. Subscribe on um, Spotify, whatever platform you guys listen to. That is just like a real free free ask, um, free, easy way that you can you know help the podcast. Cause the more people that are subscribed, the more people that it knows it listens, it pushes it up higher on the charts. So it just really helps me. So, and then if you just share it with whoever you think could benefit from it, you are also doing the podcast a huge favor. So thank you in advance. So I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week. I hope that I will see a lot of you guys within my alpha health membership. If you are listening on Wednesday, the 28th, don't wait to take advantage of the special launch deal while you can. And yeah, if you guys ever get packages with me and there's stuff in the future in the package email, there's always that, that discounted link if you have a package with me. So that's always an, an option as well. So let me know if you guys have any questions. I loved doing this podcast. I hope you guys learned a little something about hormones and hormone testing and you know, the benefit of it. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I will see you here next week.